Welcome to an experience far from others. An audio medium unlike anything you've ever heard before. The pinnacle of sound experience. Jacked and canned. Featuring John Tessman and Colby Tyler. A place where you will get the information you crave and hear about the topics that you love. Presented by themselves. Coming to you from the basement, bar, and the bedroom. Sponsored by no one. Jack and Canned. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Jack and Can. Joined as always by John Tessman, and we have special guest tonight, Aaron Rutledge. John, I'm going to skip you for right now. Yes. Aaron, skip how me. are you doing tonight? <laughs> hey, fellas. I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. All right. So, John, with that said, I would like to also know how you're doing tonight because I care very deeply about you. Colbs, I'm have I'm in a midlife crisis. I'm in my parents' basement. I'm about to turn 31 <laughs> years old on Friday. I'm drinking I don't even know green tea with lemon and ginseng. I don't even know what ginseng is. I don't you even know if I said it right. If it was going to tell you, I'm pretty sure the mug did not tell you the ingredients inside. The mug, the reason why I was reading the mug because it says the best day ever. <laughs> That's exactly how I'm feeling today. It's the best day ever. I'm feeling good. Feeling good, Colbs. How are you feeling? I'm feeling nice. So, ladies and gentlemen of Jack and Can's audience here, what we will be talking about tonight is first, we're going to have a little bit of an interview with Erin to introduce her to our audience and why she is here. And uh, she will inevitably probably be making a pretty good deal of fun of me in a little bit. As always, we will be cracking a cold one with colds. And uh, I got a little bit of a dishwasher topic for everybody that I got to bring up. So we're going to start tonight with Aaron. Aaron, I know I already asked you how you're doing tonight, so we're not going to start there. But for the audience, because I know that they don't know, I'm going to go ahead and just give a little bit of a preview to what it is that Aaron is as it relates to Jack and Cant. So Aaron is a friend of Michelle's and they go, well, they don't go to school together, but she attends a school that Michelle used to attend. And thus I've gotten to meet her a couple of times in the last couple months. That's actually the only two times that I've met you, even though evidently you guys have known each other for a very long time. Now, Aaron, I bring you on tonight because the first time we met, you introduced to me that you were a communications major in college, and I found that to be incredibly enticing. I, for one, always thought that that would be something. Well, I shouldn't even say always. This didn't even hit me until I was about 27 years old that I was like, you know what? That would be a cool thing to get into school for. So what brought you to wanting to do communications as a major in school? Great question. So. Um, like you, I did not realize until, well, actually pretty recently, <laughs> um, how cool I thought this major was um, and that I wanted to do it at all. So we go back to last summer. Um, I was working a job that was just absolutely crushing my soul and I had just about had it. Um, thought I might start looking for another job. As I started that process, I realized I don't want to do any of this crap like at all, but I still need to get out of here. So I need an elegant solution to this problem. What should I do? Uh, so I decided that 
perhaps after 20 years of not going to college, <laughs> it was time to make my triumphant return. Um, so I did. Enrolled at MCC, having absolutely no clue what I wanted to do other than something other than what I had been doing. And I figured, I hoped, that if I were just kind of like, you know what, I'm going to get on a path. I don't need to know where the path is going. If it's the right path, it'll take me where I need to go. And so far, that has been the case. So I took in my fall semester public speaking, which is a communication course. And it's also a gen ed course that most majors are going to require you to take anyway. So I didn't take it for the communication aspect of it. I was like, I'm just going to take this because I feel comfortable taking it and I want to get it over with. In doing that, um, I had a wonderful professor who was one of the only people on campus I knew at all because it was still kind of COVID rules. So didn't really get a chance to meet a lot of people. As I was going through the different programs, I came to realize, oh, great. Um, communication looks cool. Who should I talk to? Turns out my teacher's the department chair. Great. The only person I know on campus is the person I need to talk to. See, the universe is, is telling me I'm doing the right <laughs> thing already. <laughs> um, so I did. Um, you know, and the program sounded cool. And she was like, okay, so if you're interested in this, I mean, the next step would be sign up for Com 101 in the spring. Naturally, I did. And that was the best decision I made in a really long time. It's a really cool, fun class. Like anybody who's into like pop culture is going to love that type of a class anyway. Um, and the professor I have for that class just happens to be a really cool dude who I've clicked well with. He invited me to um, join him for the campus radio station meetings um, because he's the faculty um, in charge of that club. And I was like, eh, I don't know, but I'll, I'll go since you invited me. And I haven't missed a meeting since. <laughs> now, other than public speaking, what are some of the other classes that you're going through being a communications major? Uh-oh, John's got something. Aaron, before you answer that, yes, okay, I noticed that you said a public speaking class. Now, that clicks with me because I ended up taking one of those in college as well. So I'll let you know an awkward moment that I had Ooh, in my yeah. public speaking yeah, class because yeah, yeah. I know public speaking classes are filled with those. So I'm curious what your story is with that, but I'll never forget this. Uh, the communications class that we had that I ended up taking. Oh my goodness. I'm starting to smile. I can't even talk. These are hilarious. Anytime a student was late. Okay. To the class, you had to get up in front of the class before it starts and do like a presentation on something like whatever that something is, right? Which is already awkward because you don't know, you're running late, you're already stressed, you got anxiety for that. So you just sit back and see everybody be late to the class and they're presenting just something just completely random, something completely ridiculous. And I'm like, oh, that'll never happen to me. I'll never be late. So I was late. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, frig. You know, I'm already like kind of an awkward person. I'm like, what the hell am I going to do? So I'm just standing in front of the class, like looking at everybody. I'm like, all right, everybody. Well, I was late. And uh, my presentation today is I'm going to show you how to do the dino. So I literally just <laughs> wrapped up like a dinosaur and <laughs> all sorts of crazy. Oh my God. I kid you not. 
And it was the shortest presentation I think that's ever been done in the whole class. Probably I got the best results too. <laughs> Everybody was like, who the hell is this guy? What is going on here? But that was an awkward moment that not only that I had to go through, but the whole class, like if you're late to it. And I'm just curious if you had any funny experiences or funny stories when it came to those public speaking ones. Cause my God, do you see some things? Oh, you do see some things. Um, I didn't see anything quite like that. Um, <laughs> kind of wishing I had to be honest. Um, <laughs> my, um, unfortunately the particular dynamic of the class I was in was such that the students um, I was in there with were largely either like uninterested or like just really didn't want to be in that class. Mm. Um, so the level of enthusiasm um, didn't inspire anybody to say, demonstrate the dinosaur, for example, just randomly throwing that <laughs> idea. Um, you know, that said it, it's like, it was, more, it wasn't like funny, awkward. It was like cringy, awkward a lot of the time. Um, That's what like, I, yeah. Like, but not like in a funny way, like in a, like, um, like it's, it's like you get that like in, you're embarrassed for other people like I'm the type of person that like if something really awkward is happening I will get that like secondhand embarrassment you feel the shame of others I do and I might sometimes feel it worse than they do um which doesn't seem fair but oh, you okay. would with John he doesn't feel shame <laughs> I do I do or, or maybe I feel it in a different way where I'm just like oh all right that was a little weird anyways well, yeah, like, I like your your method, which is like, well, I already feel awkward and weird, so let's just get everybody on my level. Like, come yes. on, everybody, just come meet me where I'm at. That we're doing it. So, yeah. I respect that. I do. <laughs> Heck yeah, Colbs. Have you ever taken a communication class, John? I never did any college courses. No, it doesn't mean anything. High school, whatever. No, I uh, I did take personal finance. That's probably about the most adult course that I took in high school. <laughs> <laughs> the 401k comes back yeah, yes. yeah exactly yeah hey, <laughs> long running joke hey, here like... on jack and can show aaron we got colbs uh i got colbs all liquored up one night and i said colbs tell me your social security yeah, john number, sent me up for, up for a 401k i didn't set myself up for a 401k but i now have a 401k don't look That's at it like the most helpful prank ever like, it's not a prank. He did it to be helpful. Like, like he, he was trying to be now. a good friend because he knew I wouldn't do it myself. Yeah. So yeah. good looking out. Good we're just drinking out. a bunch of beers, and I'm like, yeah, Colbs, what's that social? We're gonna get you signed up. Yeah, he's probably he's probably also stealing money off me on the side. In medical insurance. <laughs> oh yeah, he, he hooked me up for medical insurance too. Something I hadn't had in 10 years. Wow. So Aaron, what and I know that I've already asked you this question. This I do remember from the first time I met you. But what is your plan once you complete your degree here? What is it that you plan to do with that degree? And even though I've heard the answer, I want you to go ahead and reiterate it because I think a lot of people don't quite understand this. And I think it's better articulated from you. Oh, okay. So, like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the spokesperson, Jack and Canned. <laughs> but but the cool thing about me not knowing um in my opinion is that like I'm totally okay with that at this point. Um I'm kind of still doing that whole like just, you know, get on the path, go on the path and just kind of see where it leads you. And 
as kind of like risky and as and impetuous as that maybe sounds to people who like to really kind of have all their ducks in a row before they dive in. Um, what I've learned that. is I've had, I had the privilege of hearing several guest speakers um, over the course of the semester and talking to people who are really successful in various fields within communications. Um, you know, um, one of the higher ups at ESPN, I got to talk to, um, I got to talk to a screenwriter who started out like writing as a journalist and now she's a screenwriter. Um, I talked to a guy who like started out as like a fitness instructor and is now like a radio DJ. And like what all these people have in common is that they all walked these really weird, interesting paths to get where they are. And that's kind of advice that they had for everybody is, you know, keep an open mind, take as many opportunities as you can build a great network for yourself and you never know what doors are going to open. So I'm focusing more on that aspect of it than the actual end goal, because all the best laid plans are always subject to change anyway. See, that was why I wanted you to explain that because (laughs) when you laid that out for me the first time, I said, you know what? I, I have never taken a college course, so it wouldn't be right for me to speak on your behalf. And also not that I would remember all the intricacies in which you put that in, but you had said that to me the first time we met, and all I could think to myself is that is a beautiful way to look at that because in all seriousness, one of the things that she says in there where people don't start off on the path that they get to where they're going by doing this kind of thing, John, that would be like me and you were doing this right now as this is what we you know want to grow at, right? But all of a sudden, somebody recognizes that we just are – great with chemistry as an on-screen duo and all of a sudden we're like taking roles in movies and shit just because we have such great comedic chemistry and that's the kind of thing that i think of when i think of that i'm like you know what there is all sorts of different things that you can gather just by having that kind of experience it's not even the degree itself it's the experience of what it is and as you just spoke to aaron you've already talked to some people that are in things that are Definitely across the board, because ESPN and screenwriters are not the same kind of people, although they do intertwine at times with TV shows. It's but all media. It's a really broad field. It yeah. is. And that's something where almost anybody can get into the field at. And that was part of what I wanted to have you on for, is that you can broadcast to people that are looking into specifically that kind of industry. What is it that I can gain from taking a course like this? And that's just it. It is a whole open range and array of things that can open up to you. There are doors everywhere. You just got to find where the door opens specifically for you. But I knew your words were better for the start of that than mine. (laughs) And your cat is cute as shit. And I can't stop looking at it. Getting into everything right now. (laughs) (laughs) I should get him a little headset. We can dial him in. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. That's about all he's got to say. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, Aaron, there is one other thing that I want to get to here real quick before we dive into something very, very fun. Um, John, you're not going to know this, but Aaron has been a DJ before. And I don't know if you are still an active DJ, Aaron, but I know that you have been a DJ. I don't know, again, if you still are. John is a DJ as, as well. So I am curious what that life was or is like for you. And John, she is yours right now. <laughs> Come at yeah, me. Aaron, yeah, Aaron, weddings, trivia, karaoke. What? What's up? Yes. 
<laughs> yes, all of everything. it. Everything. <laughs> everything. I, it was never really my plan to become a DJ. Again, this is one of these kind of situations where I'm just like, see what happens. Um, I ended up having DJing be my full-time job for five years. Um, it was a lot of different kinds of DJing. So, I mean, I was doing everything from like bars and clubs, special events, things like weddings. I did sweet 16s, quinceaneras, all that. Um, <laughs> karaoke was like some anchors in the week for me. You know, you yep. get good weeklies out of that and you get good nights out of that too. I mean, where else are you going to go get a good paying gig on like a Tuesday night? Yep. Um, but yeah, karaoke will do that for you. So I was doing those as well. I kind of would define my style of DJing as a musical mercenary. I was pay to play. Like you tell me what the gig is and I will make it happen. Um, so <laughs> that was, um, that was my, that was my full-time job for quite some time. Um, I decided to retire from that. Um, and I swore I'd never go back. <laughs> like this is, no? this is my last. You don't miss it. Do you miss the late nights, Aaron? Do you miss the long travel? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> However, <laughs> there's always a but. Um, I uh, have recently been sort of coaxed out of retirement, at least a little bit, um, because um, working with the school radio station at MCC, Ah. We are occasionally called upon to do um, different events or at least show up and help out at some different events at school. And I have an extensive background. I can do the sound. I can do I can run a board. I can you know, I can do all the techie stuff um, and I know how to DJ. So it's helpful because um, I can volunteer and help out at these events um, and I can help train up some of the kids who don't know how to do it yet too so Aaron, so they're using me <laughs> and i'm like okay with it like i volunteered but yeah like I'm, I'm a little bit out of retirement now for that reason heck yeah hey a question for you for all the djs out there are you a virtual dj or a serato fan or neither i How used serato nice i used serato when i was doing my like straight djing um, I did, however, use virtual DJ when I was doing karaoke because I thought I found that it was easier to run and I liked the video interface on it. It was just really simple. Um, and I didn't need a fancy Serato setup to do that. Um, so I used both. But um, but for like just straight, you know, regular DJing and mixing, I was a Serato person. So you, what's your favorite karaoke song? Because Aaron, as a karaoke host, <laughs> you know that you occasionally this have to pressure on. jump on the microphone <laughs> yourself and sing a little bit. Mine is Shaggy, Angel by Shaggy. So nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I have never attempted Shaggy. But um, I, had, I had a few up my sleeve and it would sort of depend on the crowd and my mood. Um, a go-to for me was Mr. Jones by the Counting Crows. Ooh, that was a good one for me. So yeah, that was kind of, I would do Sex on Fire by Kings of Leon occasionally. Heck um, yeah. and my kind of badass back pocket one that some of my friends would occasionally ask me to do was Ariel's by System of a Down. 
Oh wow! Ooh, dang. Okay, that one's bringing a whole another energy. So you, you have somewhat of a power voice then, because all of those take a little bit of uh, of a depth. That 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 can't just be like something you throw out there real quick. Uh, I guess I don't know. Like I'm not I'm not a great singer, but I'm not a terrible singer, and that's the great thing about karaoke. Is like it doesn't matter. <laughs> so. Yeah. I do love yeah. karaoke. And that's a running joke <laughs> that I say when nobody's singing and I have to jump on the mic. I'm like, you know, everybody, please save me from this. I don't want you to hear my voice. I'm not a good singer. So here we go. And I'll like sing like hooting the blowfish, let her cry. Like, let her cry. They're like, John, we're good. We're good. We're going to submit a song. I'm like, there we go. So. Yes. It's like, save yourselves from this fate. Yes, in your hands, crowd. <laughs> save yourself and save me. Absolutely. <laughs> Johnny, I got a exciting. question for you. So since we didn't end up actually recording anything last week, do we have extra time this week? We do. We do? Okay, good. Because I, I'm not I'm not ready to really end the interview portion with Aaron, but I know this is usually when we would go to crack in a cold one. So I, I just wanted to double check before. I just went and said, ah, yeah, let's just keep going with this. But this is going well. Now, I didn't mean to cut you off there. If you had a follow-up in there after that, go for it. Otherwise, I've still got. (laughs) Oh, the the DJ life is a sacred code. We're going to leave it there. Actually, no, we're not. Aaron, what (laughs) is, did, did you ever have any moments in DJ life, whether it be karaoke, wedding, uh, sweet 16 um anything like that where you're like oh my god this party has lost complete control <laughs> was there ever like a situation where a brawl breaked out uh where just something zany happened oh dear god yes <laughs> oh there i have seen some things my friends heavens okay um What's something I, that comes to mind I have just some, some, okay. I have a couple wild stories. I'll give you one for now, I guess. Um, <laughs> there was, I used to um, DJ every, um, every Saturday night at the firehouse in Middletown when that was still there. It's not there anymore. Um, that place would get lit. Um, the bar was upstairs. So it was like, there's, there's a restaurant downstairs. Upstairs was a bar and it was, um, a fairly large bar. They had like an end that had a bunch of pool tables. There's a big area we would clear out. People would dance there and we'd get a good crowd in there. I really got it going in there. Um, for, I think I was there for about like two years or so. Um, one night (laughs) there was a guy who was there, um, who was just absolutely disgusting. I mean, he was pissing off every single person <laughs> he came in contact with, particularly the girls, um, including <laughs> me, including yeah. me. Um, yeah. You know, he was coming up to me and his his whole thing was that I guess he was, well, I know he was from Columbia because he made sure he kept telling everybody that. But it was, you know, he would come up and he'd start, like, I'm working. You're going to come up, start grinding on me. Like, who the hell are you? And he's, and he's all in Colombia. This is what we do. I'm like, well, you're not in Colombia, buddy. So get the hell off of me. Okay. Like, (laughs) go chill out. Okay. Like you're pissing everybody off. He did not stop pissing everybody off. So I'm watching this happen. Um, He comes to me again and I'm like, dude, you touch me or my equipment one more time. I'm going to get your ass bounced out of here. So you need to chill. Oh, relax. It's okay. Colombia. I'm like, "Mm, okay, you're done. So I go to the bouncer. 
And I was like, him. And he's like, I know I've had an eye on him. I'm like, he t- he's touching me. He's touching my gear. He's touching everybody in here. He's got to go. He's like, all right, cool. We got him. Rounded him up, threw him down the flight of stairs, <laughs> literally threw this man down a flight of stairs. And at the bottom, the cops were waiting for him. <laughs> he got deported. Wow. Yeah, that's easier than yours was, John. Yeah. Oh, that's geez. just one. That's just one. Aaron, I was going to, I just want to take a moment here and apologize. That was one of my personalities. That was actually me. Um, That's why I'm recording from my parents' basement because I just got out. So (laughs) I have nowhere else to go. So Aaron, uh, a situation (laughs) that happened to me that sticks out in the uh, DJ world is one time I was DJing a wedding. All right. Everything's nice and smooth. We got the trailer photo booth in the back. Uh, We go through the whole introductions. That's great. First dance. Everything's good. Right. So ceremony's complete. We're pretty much into a good portion of the main reception. Everybody just finished up eating. And, you know, in that period between dinner and dance time, people are kind of socializing, drinking heavy, kind of some people go outside, some people stay inside to dance. It's a little bit of a mix. So I notice, and I'm like, all right, like what the heck is going on here? We only got a couple of people inside that are dancing. So I'm like, where did everybody go? So I walk outside right by the window, or I look out the window first. And I see a massive brawl breaking out. Kid you not. People with their shirts ripped, bloody noses, bloody face, uh, motorcycle dumped on the ground. Seriously. So I'm like, oh, all right. You know, that's what I think to myself. And uh, me being me, I'm continuing to play some music, you know, thinking Happy Vibes is going to come back. Happy Vibes did not come back. The bar starts screaming, bars closed, bars closed, lock the door. He goes, everybody get out of here. I already called the police. Now, <laughs> here I am oh like, God. all right. You know, I think I'm playing like Usher and I'm me being me probably thinking I maybe I need to bring this back a little retro style or something. Just throw on another tune, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> make a long story short. The event hall ended up saying, DJ, cut the music. We're done. Everybody go home. They ended up locking up the doors. So basically, this wedding ended up getting canceled uh, with about two and a half hours left to go. And to make it even more sad, the party bus wasn't even there yet because they weren't supposed to be there for another two hours. So they didn't have their ride. Oh, my God. Yes. Ended up either leaving early or ordering Ubers because three police cruisers ended up pulling in. So (laughs) your ride's here now. Yeah, so that was uh, a pretty interesting gig for me and something that'll definitely stand out for all time in my memory. Oh, my God. I have definitely seen some fights at weddings, but never anything that actually got the entire event shut down. That's insane. Oh, yeah. The bride and groom actually got involved with this one. And uh, one more, one more wild wedding story. And Cobes, I know we're probably getting to that point where we want to get to a cracking segment. So I'll be quick. Uh, <laughs> another wedding, a the groom ended up smashing the cake into the bride's face a little too early on in the night. 
It was not really, it was kind of that dinner transition into an early cake cutting before the photographers leave. So she smashes it into the bride's face. And uh, let's just say the bride was very upset with that, ended up running off, was embarrassed, and the father of the bride called off the rest of the wedding. Oh, my God. That's a hissy fit. I mean, like, I'd be pissed, but come on. Oh, yeah. So that was, uh, I guess that was one condition that they said that that the groom could not do, but he got a little liquored up, and I think he did it anyways. I don't know if it was a challenge from the groomsman or the bridesmaid. I don't know what happened behind the scenes, but those two situations kind of stick out to me. Yeah, when he said, till death do us part, he didn't think it meant like that night. Yeah. (laughs) The quickest marriage and the uh, quickest divorce of all time, I guess, unless you're in Vegas. Then it's anything goes. Welcome back. And now it's time for cracking a cold one with Colbs. Ah, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to cracking a cold one with Colbs. John or Aaron, whichever one of you has something fun and interesting to tell the audience, I'm going to drink a beer regardless. Go ahead. Flip a coin. I don't care. Because an interesting fact is that human (laughs) beings can only use a small fraction of Earth's water. That's my interesting fact of the day, Colbs. I don't know exactly how much water human beings can use, but uh, that's the interesting fact brought to you by Google. (laughs) And Aaron, that's how it's done. Just something ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Aaron, just literally I anything that is I'm going to crack a cold one, too. Spot. I think I need one for this. <laughs> like, all right, here we go. Ah, there we go. Ah, oh, there it is. Hi. <laughs> yep, as, uh, as Michelle. Michelle just gets home, walking by me in the background, kicking around a box. Uh, Michelle, I have to admit, I did not realize that Aaron was going to have a bunch of cats that are going to be roaming around, and now I'm very <laughs> tempted to dish out left and right. Yes. So, John, are you ready for what I'm cracking a cold one about tonight? That was a question. Hmm? Are you ready? Am I ready? Uh, Well, that was that was promptly for John, who just gave me a woo. So I'm assuming that means yes. Yes. Okay. All right. So, um, John, I messed up. What'd you do? So we got invitations in the mail a little while back that was uh, for something fun, just kind of like a general party setting is what it sounded like. And, uh, well, you know, my buddy Nate, his fiance's parents, they were doing a thing for him. And when I had originally asked him about it, he was like, oh, yeah, no, it's nothing you got to bring gifts to. Nothing that's a big deal. Just, you know, eh, whatever. So it comes to last week when we got wrapped up with softball and he drops me off and he's like, all right, so I'll see you Saturday. Right. I'm like, ah, now it's going to be at work. So like, yeah. And he looked, he looked defeated, but I was like, oh, well, okay. I'm missing a little party. Yeah. No, John, it turns out that was his engagement party. He just never listed it that way. So I didn't know. And I feel terrible. Now I missed one of my best friends engagement parties. Oh, Colves, always make time for the party. Never work when there's a party going on. 
I, I would have gone, but I was DJing a wedding. <laughs> so your work and a party at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah you you got both in uh, in the same instance there. No, that um that that one actually really kind of kind of hit me. It was like, oh, I I did a bad. <laughs> that's that's not usually what I aim to do. I try to do things for you know the loved ones as much as I can, and then I messed up on what I mean. I honestly didn't know it was his engagement party, but at the same time, I I feel like if I got an invitation in the mail, I should have just known, hey, take it off. True, true. Now, yeah, I had- think that that's the key is that it came in the mail. Like this was a postage paid invitation to something. There was stationery involved. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. That should have tipped you off, bro. Yep. That's, that's the way that I'm living with this right now. I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm like, and uh, trust me, all my friends are letting me know. But But it didn't say that it was. No, it just says like fun with friends. And I don't even remember what else it said. Uh, Friends, family, and puppies or something like that. It it, it said something kind of strange as a third thing. So I was like, that's ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah. That that sounds like an engagement party right there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes well i didn't read between the lines evidently john <laughs> damn it Coles. damn it well you'll you, you'll just have to show up to the wedding make sure if it's not listed and it says wedding the well, next invitation that I'm you get a wedding i i know the date i'm gonna make sure i have it off i know when the bachelor party is i'm gonna take that <laughs> off like I, I know when that stuff's happening i just i didn't realize this was an engagement party one thing michelle told me is that engagement parties usually happen right after they get engaged this they got engaged easter no not this year last year typically uh jack and jills that's what i that was the one thing that i asked him i was like is this like your jack and jill he's like no i thought it was good well, I think you're in the clear then because you checked with Nate ahead of time. So you might get a hall pass for this one. Uh, he he forgave me after softball this last week. John, speaking of, um, would you like the softball update for the week? Sure. Before you before you go ahead and give that, though, Aaron, have you ever played softball, any sports like that? Um, Not really. Like, have I ever played it in my life? Of course. Uh, not in any type of formal setting or for a team or anything like that. Um, that's probably for the best. I'm not that athletic. You don't want to see that. Aaron, are you into any sports? To watch? Um, yes. I <laughs> I watch NFL. I like football. There that's we go. That's Leave my your squad. Hmm? Yes. Who's we were team? just talking about it on the uh, Sports Roundtable episode, how football is going to be coming up here in September. So, yes, I know. Well, since I don't, my family is into baseball. Um, so yes, I'm I'm aware of what's going on, but I'm I don't like keep up with it as much as they do. Um, Oh, Aaron's drinking a Coors. Hey, Uh, hey, look at you. Hey, (laughs) cracking a cold one with Colbs wouldn't be one without a Coors Light in hand. I used to be sponsored by Coors Light when I was DJing. Fun fact. What? Mm-hmm. John, I'm telling you, that's something we got to get on. Like, I'm telling you, I would be the best person to sponsor them ever. Or for them to sponsor, rather. True, true. <laughs> we got to reach out to them. So, Aaron, right, if you John. still have those inside sources, please 
Put in the word. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. <laughs> so as far as the softball update for the week goes, John, I know that we didn't get to record last week. We did win last week, but this week we did lose. We lost 13 to six relatively disappointing fashion. We actually played pretty good defensively. Just we, we didn't get the hits going and granted we had kind of a broken team and it was about half of a team. Like we had a bunch of people that don't actually play on our team there. And uh, we had a bunch of hurt people too. Our, our team captain currently has uh, something wrong with his ribs. They're not broken, but they're not good. Um, He's a big guy. It uh, doesn't take a lot for him to, uh, to have a little bit that's off with him. And uh, we we got guys with uh, recovering COVID issues and all sorts of other things. So there's there, there's not a lot of healthy players on this team right now. But we were still able to go out there, put out a little bit of effort. And uh, it wasn't the worst game. Yeah, it wasn't our best. John, I went two for three. And uh, I got on base the two worst ways that you could picture getting on base where I hit a fly ball that wasn't deep enough for the outfield to get to, but was too far for the infield to get to. So in theory, that's a good idea, except that that thing hung in the air just like maybe four or five seconds too long. It was it was not pretty. But it did drop right where it needed to. Nobody got to it, got on that way. And then the second one, I already had a strike called on me, and I thought that the next ball coming in was going to be called a strike pretty much regardless. So I swung at it, but that thing was, like, short of the plate. So I really, like, had to golf swing at it, and I chipped it right in front of me, and I just beat out the throw. Ugly ways to get on base. But we are currently 3-4. and four. We play a 4-3 uh, and three team next week. Excited to continue the season to the audience that doesn't care. I don't care. I'm going to tell you every week how softball goes for me. Aaron, it's a running theme across all the episodes here. Yes, and uh, we do get some actual hate for me talking about my softball team, and I don't care. I will continue to talk about my softball team for the rest of time because I care about it. Well, you know what? I'm just glad to hear that you guys are winning games because a couple of years ago. Last year, John, we were 0-13, and then we won our first playoff game. So, Aaron, that's when the update started. And, ladies and gents, if you're just <laughs> tuning in, yes, Culp's just gave another softball update. On to bigger and better things. Aaron, question for you. Yes. Uh, what is your favorite season? Favorite season? Like fall like time, summer, seasons? <laughs> winter, autumn. Autumn is my okay. favorite season. Awesome. Is there a particular month? October. Yes. Okay. That leads me into this one. Yeah. What's your oh, favorite? Coves knows where I'm going. <laughs> What's your favorite horror movie? Oh, I can't choose just one. Horror is my favorite in general. Like horror. Right. Right. You see, like really? I've got my little, I've got my little Jason here. What picture from the end of The Shining? Um, okay. All around my house. I didn't I even have... notice these things. Holy yeah. shit, John, we're going to have to have her back for a second episode of just horror movie topic. Oh, yes, my God. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> Definitely. Wow. Okay. That is mind-blowing because I was totally about to bring the show in another direction, and I'm still going to. But, John, thank you for asking that question because, yes, Aaron, we we have to sit down and talk sometime about just horror movie genre stuff. It's my favorite. A I Halloween swear. episode. 
I think yes. is in our future. Uh, yeah, but like an early ass Halloween episode where we're doing it like in a couple of weeks, kind of. It's thing. always Not Halloween like... in my heart, so I'm ready when you guys are. Same. Oh, God, that's yeah. We're we're in the same boat. John and I will sit down and watch horror movies any time of the year. That that is. Uh, Honestly, I would not have thought that. Colts, not before that you move on, you before them. you move yeah. on, real quick, Aaron, it's a running thing too. Me and Colts were supposed to sit down and watch the uh, newest Halloween movie <laughs> that came out last okay. Halloween. We're gonna no, see if we can. Could... I think it came out like two or three Halloweens ago at this point. No, it wasn't that long ago. The Halloween Kills. Yeah, yeah. Last that year wasn't that long ago. Oh, You're that was last that year. Party. Okay. I think it was last like this year. past fall. I think. Oh. So, Okay, we're never mind. Have, John's right. We're gonna have to talk about that right here. It's very easy to verify. <laughs> we're gonna have to talk about that movie once we see it. And I was curious if you ended up seeing that one already. You know, I didn't see that. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, okay. Sounds to me like we're gonna have to have a movie night. Yes. I'm in. Yeah, John and I have actually almost as a running theme i've talked about that on the show for what seems to have been it has to have been since the week before that came out because we've been talking about it i feel like almost every week like hey you watch it yet nope (laughs) (laughs) that's that's pretty much been as far as we've gotten john and i used to have more time to sit down and watch movies together and now we're getting older and it's not happening but aaron I did have one more question for you that I wanted to get to in the first half. We still haven't gotten there. Okay. So Michelle accepted an award on Thursday, and Indeed. the audience doesn't necessarily know that. Yes, yes, congrats, congrats Michelle. Michelle. She received an alumni award from her college that she went to, and I wasn't able to really promote that prior to it happening because John and I didn't get to record last week because John's internet router didn't work where he moved to. So she received that award, and I'll just give a little bit of a preface here to lead into this. I pre-gamed the award ceremony itself because I assumed that a community college that they would not serve any alcoholic beverages. So I said, well, let's let's get a little something in me and we'll make this fun. I'll be able to let it, you know, wear off over time. And uh, it turned out that they did, in fact, serve alcoholic beverages. So, you know, grandma didn't raise no bitch. I went ahead (laughs) and got myself a glass of Prosecco. And then I got myself, well, a couple of more. And I still think I was good after that. But then as we went to a bar after we went to the ceremony, the first thing that greets me is shot girls with a giant tray. And Uh-oh. it almost felt rude to say no. So I was doing the Stone Cold Steve Austin, John. I was sitting there. I was like, I had a beer, not a beer, not a Prosecco, even though I'm pretty sure he never said Prosecco in his little thing. Not a bourbon, not a rum, not a <laughs> vodka. And all of a sudden, don't forget uh, the nipper yeah. of like what? What was it, Jim Beam or something? No, <laughs> I still, I still have not drank. I still have not drank that. I only, I here's one thing that Michelle had revealed. I'm getting ahead of myself. I didn't realize. Your story. No, it's okay. Uh, that's actually perfect because one of the things that Michelle had told me is that I kept pulling that nip out left and right, and I only remember pulling it out at the community college. I do not remember revealing it at any other time. And she said that I just kept pulling it out of my pocket to show people. And I'm like. Okay, I don't remember that. 
So, uh, John, for you, I, I know that you had gotten the Snapchat, but uh, the it, that was not karaoke, by the way, John. The band uh, enjoyed how much I clapped for them, and so they just asked me to come sing a song. And Dude, you crushed uh, it. I Okay, we'll go with that. Um, Can we I, release that video online on our social media? I mean, platform? I think she only took like... 30 seconds worth of snaps i don't i don't think she got the song and yeah i I don't i don't think you would want the whole thing john like i i did uh, the part that she caught wasn't that bad um i thought it was great yeah no see here's the thing john you know that when i'm sober that i can sing pretty well but not like great by any means yeah when i when i don't remember pulling the nip out of my pocket it, it it doesn't go very well at all so aaron uh, uh, a little bit for <laughs> yeah. you uh, yeah i'll let john take it over from this part because he knows all the questions to ask how can i help a couple, you <laughs> a couple of weeks ago not even so much like a question for you specifically just a couple of weeks ago i just kind of want to bring this to light right me and Colbs ended up going out to go see in a uh, i guess you could call it a 80s hair band but they play a little bit of everything they're called the leftovers amazing band familiar with they are actually really good oh you are yeah amazing freaking band i love those guys so Cobes ended up coming over that night and oh my gosh did Cobes get crazy then as well and now Cobes, i'm i'm seeing snaps of you singing with a band um i'm seeing three people here rose plays bass we could get michelle on rhythm <laughs> guitar do I see a start of a band? We have five people already. John spent blessed. the whole time we were at the Hungry Tiger trying to figure out how me and him were going to start a band. I'm like, John, we don't have musical talent. <laughs> like, We just have entertainment. We're not talented at music. We just know how to make people happy. That is the only thing that we bring to the table here. I'm taking audio production in the fall. I might be able to polish you guys up a little bit. Wow. Hey, Johnny. Sounds to me like we're releasing an album. It sounds like we're good. I think we're ready to do it. So (laughs) Michelle better be the lead singer. Tell her to get ready. Tell her to get the vocal cords ready. We're hitting the road. We're going on tour. All right. We're going. (laughs) I have sung karaoke with Michelle before. So. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, She's not bad. She's she's pretty solid at singing. Colbs, ask Michelle what's her favorite karaoke song. Babe, what's your favorite karaoke song? I I don't know if uh, if any of you heard that. Um I already know the answer to that, so <laughs> she what was it? Black horse and cherry black tree. Black horse and the cherry tree. If we're singing together, that's usually what we say. Yeah, she said if it's with Aaron specifically, that was what she that was <laughs> what her the heck song is that and who is that? Yeah, by? I've never heard it's of that. It's by KT Tungstall, and you would probably recognize it if you heard it. Yeah, what genre? I, now, Shoop is what I thought you were going to say. That was it's why. It's like a pop rock kind of a song. It's a cool song because it kind of has its own groovy little vibe to it. But yeah. uh, Michelle yeah. also throws out that um, she loves to do uh, what I've got from Sublime. Ooh, yep. I like that one, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was one thing that this band really threw me off with. They're, they're like, hey, what do you like? Like Godsmack? Like, uh, like, yeah, I guess you guys probably, I mean, they do acoustic stuff, but I get it. You, you guys are acoustic kids. duo. 
Yeah, <laughs> like that's what made it even better. Over Godsmack, but it's not really. Yeah, yeah, it, it would have been a do. weird vibe for that band. So then they're like, okay, well, what about this? I'm like, no, I don't know any. Like, I, Actually, I know with the them. box drum and acoustic guitar, they could do a sick cover of Voodoo if they really wanted to. Yeah, that's dope. what John makes me do every time we go anywhere. Yeah, but um, <laughs> the, the, he, he throws out Simple Man, and I'm like. Oh yeah, he's like, yeah, the Shine Down version. I feel like you'd know that. I'm like, yeah, I know, but how much do you really want to f- challenge me vocally? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> That's a really okay. Here we go. But Aaron, more so, the question I wanted to ask is, how much of an asshole was I? <laughs> That's a great question. Hmm, where to start? So I <laughs> let's let's unpack this a little, shall we? Um, so. I didn't think you were being an asshole necessarily, um, but I seen the whole thing. So here's what I saw. <laughs> There's a lot going on. I don't know how much about what happened that night. Do you want me to disclose at the moment? Oh, Everything. no! If you're talking about uh, if you're talking about my man crush on Stefan, go for it. Just let you made a new friend, and I think that <laughs> I think that. That blossoming bromance might have been the wind beneath your wings, my friend. I think that might have been the thing that just like Stefano. <laughs> oh, Stefano. Yes. Uh, yes, him. So what is this bromance thing about? Oh, oh he's so very handsome. He is he is a beautiful man. He's just a lovely, like just very nice to look at person and and, and a nice guy infectious smile delightful italian accent and his he makes delicious pizza i mean really, yeah, like, i wasn't the checks, only person that fell for him that night he checks all the boxes i mean who wouldn't who wouldn't <laughs> like i mean just objectively speaking like this yeah so he's it's like that like it, it's almost like a little intimidating to be around him. And then he's just like so freaking nice that like, that's not even an issue anymore. That was part of what threw me off is usually people that are as good looking as him are not also nice. I was like, wait a minute. So I had, I had that encounter actually. So Colbs, as you know, I went to go see LA guns and faster pussycat and new Bedford mass, which of course is, I I did not know that, but okay. Oh yeah. I went to go see them literally, I think, a week and a half ago with Rose. So, of course, me, I was all dressed up with my wig and my shirt, everything like that. So we're going in. And I kid you not, I had a big time bromance going on. I see this guy that's about six foot six with long hair. So I walk up to the guy and I'm like, dude, I love your hair. I've always wanted long hair. You look like Fabio. I'm like, you're a rock god, bro. You're a rock god. And I was just so jazzed up and I could just tell like he was looking down on me. Yeah, like, which is impressive. Aaron, I know you don't know this, but John is six four. <laughs> so, oh, so you found a beautiful man with beautiful hair who's also taller than you. Yes. Checking and- a lot of boxes in this case, too. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm talking to him and he looks at Rose and he goes, So are you guys like, you know, single? Cause I'm getting a big time bromance from you, man. And I'm like, dude, dude, like, no, we're together. Like, yeah, I'm just saying you're rock God, you know, like you're Fabio. <laughs> he just, I don't know. He must've thought I was hitting on him or something, but I was just I mean, admiring the rock God. 
I mean, is it, it like even an issue? It's like we could all just kind of be in a bromance. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm just thinking outside the box here. <laughs> right. It just it was a fun experience. So, Colbs, I'm glad to hear that you had a bromance as well. It was yeah. really beautiful. It was. It was. It, very, I thought so. I it still think it sweet. is. I don't take any of it back. I mean, at this point, you know, it doesn't sound like I did anything that's like detrimental to myself. So, no, that as was, far as I'm concerned, I had a good time. That was precious. That part, like especially, was so pure. Like I loved that. That was great. So, um, and it was, <laughs> it was, um, yeah, that was delightful. Um, you were very exuberant. Um, I think would be <laughs> a way to to say it. Um in your um, support of the music act. Um, oh, I just clap loud. You weren't just clapping loud. There was a lot of um, cheering as well. That was also very loud compared to the level of applause and cheering from anybody else who was there. Again, I didn't think that I thought that was, I thought that was very nice of you as, as somebody who's performed, you know, and like, you know, trying to get the crowd excited. Like, you know, I, I see you. I appreciate that. My, okay, so it sounds to me like I just had a good night. As far as I'm concerned, I, I'm in I'm in the clear. Nothing bad happened at all. No, nothing bad happened. And then and then yeah, it was I think it was just like how um conspicuous you were might have made certain members of our party uncomfortable. <laughs> Do you like how diplomatic I'm being about this? Yeah, <laughs> you're doing a good job. I mean, I told you you could roast me on it, but uh <laughs> By the way, I do think that John's computer actually died. I was wondering he where he went. Just thrown in the private chat that his computer is going to die. Oh, <laughs> I think oh, he I didn't see even that. notice. Oh, oh. You, you know what's? Oh, here he goes. I was going to say because this is going to be the fun part. Is I don't know what we do from this point, John. What what did you just rig up? Is your phone now doing this? Looks this like is, this is what recording in the basement looks like. We're plugging <laughs> in the good old MacBook. Right. Backup laptop, just ready for exactly when this happens. Hey, Aaron, welcome to an award-winning podcast. <laughs> it feels and good to be here. Yeah. It, well, it better because you're going to be coming back for Halloween breakdown stuff, and not just of so Halloween much more to talk about. But now, now that we know that we have the horror movie genre to talk about, I I can already create a whole show off of this. So th- this is going to be perfect. Aaron, we are absolutely going to have you back again soon. John, is there anything else that you would like to dish out before we close this out? If you want me to keep going for a little, I do have something more that I could talk about. If not, if, if, I'm if good you want to keep, keep it, it going, Coves, keep it running, man. We got time. It's up to you. Okay. Well, this one should be pretty short. And I did kind of promise this at the beginning of the episode is uh, my dishwasher shit, the bad Yep, mid-load. Yep, good point, babe. So, Michelle and I have been washing dishes by hand, which honestly really isn't that bad. Yep. (laughs) But we've been washing dishes by hand, and more so the problems have been that uh, I had to go buy another dishwasher. And granted, that'll be paid back by just not paying rent because technically it'll be for the landlord. So I'm not really paying anything for it. That's kind of cool. It is because it's not like we're bringing the dishwasher that I just bought with us. 
it's going to be our landlords. But um, I mean, yeah, it's still twelve hundred bucks that comes out of the bank account. So you know, pain in the ass for the for you know the very near future. But I mean, a dishwasher for twelve hundred. What kind of well? That also includes the installation, the warranty, all the other stuff. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we we got her hooked up nicely, but. More so, yeah, me me and Michelle are over here washing dishes by hand, and uh, I actually was sending something to the guys on uh, from breaking down the tape earlier. I told them, I said, this is the most I've ever felt like a 50s housewife. Here I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm just scrubbing away at the dishes and just wondering, you know, when my baby's going to get home. Oh, that's... Aww. Yeah, that got hurt. <laughs> she just gave a little... <laughs> nailed it see this well, new apartment that i'm in is the first time i've actually had a dishwasher in one of the apartments that i've rented it i've really? always been a, yeah i've always been a dishwasher i so actually I've, i did used to live at a house that didn't have a dishwasher for a while too so it's really not I, that big of a deal but this is it, it i got him no dishwasher <laughs> you got See? cats they, they can do all the work for you look at him he's, he's stretching out on the oven right now he's licking a dish right now he's cleaning <laughs> up he's better than the dishwasher no i'm kidding he doesn't even usually do this it's like he knows the webcam is on and he's showing oh uh, john i don't know if you realize what you just did there did you notice you just did the pun of oh i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah that's an old saying that i used to do <laughs> All right, John. That that was actually uh, the story for you. So, are we uh, we ready to plug and get out of here? Aaron, thank you so much for jumping on here with us. Excited for this Halloween episode to come up because I I really want to talk about that. I think there's uh, a lot of yeah. great <laughs> movies and shows to talk about to get us into that Halloween spirit. So. Absolutely. Hey, I am here for it. Thank you guys so much for having me. This is cool. Hell yeah! To be Absolutely. continued. Yes, oh, so, yeah, no, yes. it will because John and I really love to talk about horror movies. So this this is going to be actually as fun as this was. That might even be funner. Horror is my favorite. Like I have, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess no spoilers. We'll talk about it later. But yeah, it's it's my favorite. Hundred <laughs> so. percent. I'm pumped. Holmes, I'll kick it over to you, brother. All right, ladies and gentlemen, check us out on Jacked and Canned, anywhere that you get podcasts. Check us out at Jacked and Canned, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everywhere else on social media. And by that, I mean literally just those three things. Don't look into anything else. We don't have one. And also check out nothing or, oh, wow, I got to learn my own show. Nobody is shiftier with me, Colbs, the shifty hippo. Uh, doing that under breaking down the tapes media. We're going to come out with some social media for that here in the near future, as well as giving it its own Spotify platform, other than just being simply under breaking down the tape so that you guys can find it a little bit easier. We're still coming up with a logo. That's part of the uh, part of the holdup. But Zach is working on it. Jimmy Pibbs is working on it. We're going to get this solved. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you to Aaron. Thank you to John. As always, this has been Jacked and Canned. This was Jacked and Canned. Tune in to new episodes on iTunes and check out what the boys are getting themselves into on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Jacked and Canned. Presented by No One.